Well, hello, 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 and welcome to Sisters You Have Value podcast. I'm your host, Kim Tolliver, and I'm super excited to be here with you today. Happy Friday, happy Friday. This podcast was created for women because we believe in the power of sisterhood and unity, and we strive to build a community where women can share their passions, learn from each other's experiences, and support each other on their journey. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Sisters You Have Value podcast. If you're a new listener, thank you so much for tuning in, and we pray you come back for more. Please give us a like, share, and follow. Tell a friend. If you are a returning listener, thank you so much for being on this awesome journey with us, and we pray you come back for more. All right, grab your coffee, tea, drink, whatever it is, and let's get into it. So today, I wanted to talk about, um, you know, sometimes you're in thought and, and you look at the things around you and you look at the things in the world and some things we think, man, I never thought I'd see this in my lifetime, you know, not that I'm old because I'm young still, but just, I guess, the way we grow up, our environment, the culture and the things we used to do as children, as adults, as youth. You just look at life now and man, it's fleeting. Life is just fleeting. And I think a lot of times we don't even look at it because, you know, you're supposed to live each day as if, as if it's your last, but we live as if we have forever to do it. <clears throat> so, you know, sometimes I take pause and notice to things. And I also post on TikTok inspirational things for people. But what I've noticed lately, if I post anything dealing with depression or, you know, a lost loved one or something like that, man, that may have 900, a thousand views or something like that. While the other ones still have two, 300 or whatever. And that's cool. I really don't care. But I, I pay attention to that specifically because it lets you know the place in the realm of where people are in their lives. And then the comments that you get behind it. Or if someone's been, you know, taken advantage of and things like that. So today, I, you know, I thought about it like we're disoriented in some ways and distorted. And Satan comes to do those things to us and deceive us. And that's his core strategy against us. And it's no one size fit all to a strategy and how he uses us. Um, it comes in many forms, many, you know, people. And, you know, this thing is no respecter of person. But I just, you know, sometimes you get troubled in your spirit just to see how disheartening it is and how hurtful it is that some people go along and we don't really know what people are experiencing in their lives. You you talk, you hang out with someone or you speak to them. And again, y'all know my saying, you don't know that they have gunfire going off in their head. And I saw something on uh, TikTok last night where this young woman, of course, I had seen it before, but it still resonates. Um, This lady was in the kitchen and she was dancing, you know, whatever. And they said, this is what she looked like 12 hours before she took her life. Well, of course, I'm trained in suicide assist. So we always know that once a person has made peace, you think they have come out of that slump. Well, they know what they're going to do. And so they've made peace with it. They're happy. And that's the way they see it. And that that brought me to all of this, you know, and just looking at how hurtful it is when 
we don't have a foundation, when we don't have someone that we can run to, when we don't have people or, or we think people to love us, you know, but my foundation, of course, for me is rooted in Christ. He going to have to come for me. <laughs> he coming. Or I'm going to be caught in the cloud because I'm certainly not going to help him out of here. But that's not to say what looks what it looks like to one man, um, an obstacle may be a mountain to another one. So, you know, we can't judge where a person's mind is. We can only pray and hope that there's someone there that can uh, close in the gap to help, that can lead them to Christ, that can lead them to that, to know that those are permanent decisions to temporary problems. And um, then I thought about the woke folk. And, and I looked that definition up to see what in the hell is woke. And woke is now defined in the dictionary as aware of and actively attentive to important facts and issues, especially issues of racial and social justice, and identified as U.S. slang. And it originated in the African-American English and gained more widespread use beginning in, we say, 2014 as a part of the Black Lives Matter movement. And by the end of that same decade, it was being applied by some as a general pejorative uh, for many who is or appears to be politically left-leaning. But um, they had an update to that word in 2017 that you'll seen it with hashtag stay woke and it's easing mainstream for a dialect called African-American vernacular English, sometimes A-A-V-E, never heard of that crap. But <clears throat> it's rendered as woke. I was sleeping, now I'm woke. Um, for us and for me, uh, I identify this woke with some of the people in not so much as the, the Black Lives Matter movement, which, of course, this happened immediately following the shooting, you know, of Michael Brown in Ferguson, Missouri. And then um, I, I think some things with George Floyd and a lot of activists and called on everybody to stay woke. <clears throat> but what I'm seeing in that, for some, some of the younger generation, these young boys and men, is uh, a, a slang that they use in terms of falling away from Christianity. And, that, and we know that these are the signs of times of falling away from their faith. That's apostasy. And that's the abandonment or renunciation of a belief. And, you know, that's referred to in the Holy Bible as falling away from the faith. But for them, they they call it the Hebrew Israelites. We from the tribe of Judah, Benjamin or something like that. And, you know, the blacks were the first people here kind of thing. And and, and that's OK if you wasn't teaching division, you, you know, that's that's you, you whatever. But Jesus is the way, the truth, the life. But the falling away is becoming so evident and it's so heartbreaking. Um, I was watching something yesterday and they had this pastor on trial David Taylor is his name. It's public. So, and the lady asked him who called him. Where did he get bishop from? Where did he get apostle from? And you're playing games, trying to play on this lady's top around the world. This black minister. You got this house that looks like a, a freaking mansion. You're spending six thousand dollars in Louis Vuitton, but y'all church members are going broke because you woke to take the money and things like that. And so then when we wonder why there's a falling away from the church, just take a look at all the false prophets. Take a look at the people who the Bible says that the the when we do tithes and offering, that there may be room enough in my house and you bring your tithes and offering to the storehouse. He ain't say your house. 
He ain't say your car. He ain't say your jewelry. He ain't say your side chicks. He ain't say starving your people while you driving a Bentley or a Rolls Royce. He said his house so that you could feed the poor, so that when people are in need, that you can help those people. But you have to pass a, a 5,000 question test to get $10 from them to pay your life bill. If you ain't been there, if you ain't showed up, you ain't paid your tithes, and if you ain't did this or that, you ain't getting a thing. And I did say, you ain't getting a thing from the church. But if you go out on Skid Row, if you're going out to talk to the people on the street, if you're going into the jails, the Bible say if what you did for the least of them, you've done for me. And some going to say, Lord, Lord, but he never knew you. But this is what you're teaching and you're teaching people to fall away from that. And people are getting away from the church because of what so-called Christian leaders are doing. And so that causes this falling away from the faith because now hell, they can't tell the church from from regular folks and you're not making it any better. So what they call them wolves in sheep's clothing. And if all you're doing and most of it now is motivational speaking. You don't hear once one scripture. If they give a scripture, is Jesus wept. <laughs> They're going to get a shorter scripture in the Bible and the rest going to be talking. And there's nothing that I can refer to. The Bible says study to show thyself approved. And I say all this to say, and you're like, why is she talking about this? Simply because these are the things. When we fall away from things, when we fall away from, from Christ, these are the things that put us out in here to these things in the world and and it hurts us and that's where the devil can play ping pong with you all the time you know uh even even god even jesus was tempted but of course we know what he told him so and that brings me to even with that even with the falling away even with the things of the world and then I thought about people that are master manipulators in this world, and we want to emulate people so bad that we don't know who we are, that we want to be everything that we think somewhere someone else is. And, you know, there's a thin line between being influenced and being manipulated. And so there's a difference. And we know manipulation is all about control, not mutual growth. It's pulling strings like you're a puppet behind a curtain. It's getting people to dance to your tune without them even realizing it. And so I say all that to say everything that I'm talking about is tied up into this thing because we're into a world of influence, a world of what's wrong is right, what's right is wrong. We're in this world where <clears throat> whoever squeaks the loudest can convince me and you're going to take me straight to hell if I believe the things and the stuff that you're saying. So manipulators are out there and they are master at it. These people, when they say disappear for a year, six months, these people go in and they think of everything. They're going to study everything on the art of that and come back out and they pray on the weak. They pray on those who they think have no knowledge in that. And when you don't have a knowledge, when you haven't studied to show yourself approved, when you sit here and believe the lies of the people, then you're apt to fall for anything. So my thing today is we have to come to a point in knowledge of who we are. We have to come into a knowledge of, hey, let me take some time off. Let me disappear for six months. Let me help lift this curtain so that I can know who I am. But because manipulation surrounds us it, and, you know, it is and people are it's damaging. It, it has long reaching consequences for your relationship, for your mental health. People don't understand that you have to be able to learn the ways to identify these things in these people 
in this life because even the woke folk, when y'all talk about the Bible, hell, whatever you you teaching and preaching on, sir, madam, ma'am, you got it from a book. You you got it from somewhere because you're not that bright. You're going to go and you're going to stay away for about a year, six months, and you're going to study this thing and you're going to come back full force. And that's what I tell you. People can speak so elegant. People can speak so, oh, oh my gosh. And you can sound good. But is it sound doctrine? You sound like you know what you're talking about. But where did it come from? Can you stand on that? Stop going to be what everybody else is and be who God called you to be. Stop trying to be a carbon copy of these people. And that's not your calling. That's not your lot in life. That's not what your walk is. And then you wonder why you fail. And then you get depressed and you start believing that mess. Stop believing it. It's because that's not your journey. You're not failing because of, of this X, Y, Z. You're failing because that's not God's will for your life. And because you don't have a knowledge of who you are, you're subject to fall for anything. And that's what they say. Uh, if, if you don't have what they say, if a man don't know where he's going, any road will take him there. So if you don't know what you're doing in life, if you don't have a clue of where you're going, if you don't know what you want to be in life, anything that comes along in the first thing smoking, You'll be that like a woman. She get lost in a man and every man that she's been with, she becomes that thing that she thinks that man want her to be. And then when that man is gone, he left her like ravaged. You you don't know who you are. You had a total breakdown. You had a total loss in life. Don't know how you're going to pick up the pieces. Don't know how you're going to get up. Don't know what your tomorrow is going to hold because you've lost yourself in a man. And then you have these women these days who they ain't losing themselves in a man. They losing themselves in themselves <clears throat> and they think they're self-sufficient, but that's not God's way. And I'm so tired of looking. I'm coming back for y'all. I, I might've stepped off of the women and, and I've only done so because I know right now my heart is harsh towards some things and I may have a proclivity to say the wrong thing to y'all. But, um, so I, I need God to lead me into that. And when God leads me back to that, you know, I, I pray for that, that it can come back. Because, again, we know it's for women, by women, in order for us to be better. But if I can't get your mind right, hell, the rest of it ain't going to matter anyway. <clears throat> you're going to still do what you're going to do, regardless of what we say here, what we try to help you with, what whatever we try to research to make it better for your lives. So if you don't know how to be, because... I'm I'm tired of y'all thinking, oh, I, I got my own money. I got my own this. I got my own that. And then you'll see these little young girls who are looking for men to take care of them. He have to be making money. He have to be making this. He has to have six figures and you working at McDonald's and Burger King. Girl, sit yourself down. Go get an education. Some of y'all don't even have a GED. Go back to school. Stop depending on somebody because when your little tie tail wear out, he's going to find somebody else. Some of y'all are comfortable being in the side chick seat. And when your spot, I always know if you step up in the hers, yours become available. But some of y'all are comfortable with that. But again, that's why we're talking about this right now, because it bespeaks to the fact that you don't know who you are and whose you are. Because if you knew who you were, you certainly wouldn't be allowing someone to treat you that way because you would have some morals about yourself. You would have some character and integrity in knowing I'm a child of the most high God. And the Bible say, he that findeth. I'm not out there looking for no man to take care of me. I'm not out there looking for somebody. I'm not out there dressing half naked for that. So when we come back to the fact 
of manipulation. They're highly perceptive of, of what y'all got going on. Uh, they they know who they can get to, you know, and, and they can predict everything about you because it's just like a, a reel rolling out in front of them because they done studied so much of this. So, you know, you got to make sure that you're aware of these people. You got to be sure you're aware of you. And, and they going to always just know people. Anytime somebody's trying to manipulate you, you know, they always playing their victim card. Every situation, they got to be the innocent person who always being wrong. It's classic. Then they always crying. <laughs> I have somebody like that. They cry all the time. Girl, shut up. Sit down. And you try to divert your attention away because that's manipulation. And that's how you're so used to getting your way. And then that's the trick to make you feel sorry for them so that they can get away with their actions. Nobody, again, wants to be accountable, but everybody want to emulate. Everybody want to play this and play that. Um, and because we're we're busy feeling empathetic for them, you fail to recognize the real issue at hand, the manipulation. It's clever. It's good. But then you have to be able to know, like, mm -mm, that's not going to work. They always try to guilt trip you. You know, people are always trying to throw a guilt trip on you. You know, um, every time you want to spend time with somebody else, they got this old passive aggressive sort of way of acting like, you know, they want to make you feel guilty for not prioritizing them. Like, I am not your uh, wife. I'm not your husband. I am not, you know, that kind of thing. So you got to re recognize these things. Um, gaslighting. People with gaslight, uh, where they make the victim question their own sanity and reality. Uh, uh, this story, Young and the Restless. I don't watch Pastor Watch Young and the Restless. Um, <laughs> and I don't know the lady name. This lady going somewhere because this man named Tucker make her is making her think um whatever he told her. So she's going back to this country to see if what she thinks she believes she believed if it's real or something like this. Uh which is crazy as I'll get outdoors. But uh they use your weakness against you. That's why it's, you got to be careful what you tell people. Stop telling your people all your business. They'll bring it back on you. Sometimes people are charming, you know. And anytime somebody try to make you feel indebted to them, you know, we don't do it. So, you know, I look at these things. And again, <clears throat> I sit sometimes and I wonder. And I think about the wokeness, the manipulation, um, just thinking that we've arrived at something else. And then when you turn around at all the stuff that I'm saying, you know, maybe so, uh, what you call it today, I'm just, um, this thing, that thing. And I say all of it to say, and not on one topic, because I'm just letting you, the things that I speak on, I'm over here. I'm over here. I'm over, the world is so chaotic. Everything around us is so chaotic. So much is going on. So much is happening. I have this app on my phone, too, called Newsbreak. And, man, every day somebody is dying. But they're younger and younger, 32, 51, 30, 48, 20-something. And, you know, back in my times, I guess maybe because the Internet wasn't so popular, so the Bible said there's nothing new under the sun. So I can't really speak truth to power to that. But from what I know, from what I've seen, it was all the older people dying. Now there's so many young people dying and so many dying at such a great rate that we have to get it together. You have to get your mind right. It's not a game. 
And depression, again, like I said, is real. When I look at those people on TikTok, when I look at that, that they comment on when there's loss there and they don't know how to, uh, they have succumbed to the grief, you know, and loss. Um, we all got to go that way one day. Uh, ain't none of us getting out of here alive, except the ones that's caught in the cloud, of course. But the thing is, this, this is not our home. And so my heart grieves for us all in that manner. And, you know, we don't really think about it because we're so busy about our own lives that sometimes people never stop to take uh, stock in what's going on around them. It's that thing that if it's not happening in my household, okay, kind of thing. But some of us are not that way. Some of us grieves the things that grieve uh, God, you know, what hurts him hurts us. And when we look out at mankind and see how hateful we are, see how greedy we are, see how manipulative we are, see how we have fallen away so much because we're self-teaching and self-learning. And people got to understand what you're self-learning and self-teaching is taught based off of your life experiences. It's based off of the pain, the trauma, the things you've been through. So you're going to see it sometimes from broken lenses because you've been broken. So you got to understand the, there has to be an objectivity. There has to be something that you can have a firm hold on other than what you think, what you believe. If there's no revelatory knowledge from God, how do you know? And that's the sad part about it. And you will fight to Jesus come to act like you're right. And so, you know, educated on those things. But there's only one who got that right. And and again, so, you know, like I said, my heart goes out. I, I took this time because, like I said, it's so troubling to me. I look out and sometimes I sit out and, you know, I, I'm a people watcher with things and you go around. But if you ever look at people, you don't like I said, you don't know what they're going through. You don't know what they're thinking, you know. Um, <laughs> And some people, you don't know if they love you, hate you, like you, you know. Uh, one of my favorite uh, scenes in the movie is, uh, y'all know, let me find it. Uh, my One of my favorite movies is uh, Hannibal Lecter. Of course, I don't watch uh, uh, scary movies uh, anymore uh, and things like that because I don't watch uh, TV. <laughs> so, um, but it's, it's just one of those things that I love that part of the movie. And it is so, it is so true in that movie uh, that, you know, for me, I'm, I'm, I was looking for the little clip. So I kind of paused for a minute because I think it's so paramount. Uh, in there, uh, here, here's my little part. Yeah, listen to this part right here. And then kicking alongside the Archbishop against the cold stone wall. In fact, I found a very nice rendering of it here in the lab. Oh, no, I don't think so. Then he wasn't just accused, he did it, he was guilty. I think that would make living in Florence's name and I'm sorry, I had to play this part, but it just came in my head, so. Not really. 
In fact, I can't remember. Let's see time. if I can get it to go faster. Someone brought it up. Here. Here's my part, y'all. Yeah. People don't always tell you what they're thinking. They just see what you don't advance in life. That is like so paramount. <laughs> that that is people don't. People don't always tell you what they're thinking, but they smile and and you don't know what's behind the smile. You don't know what's behind the thoughts and things like that. Uh there are those who are manipulators. There are those who don't want you to advance, but you got to know that's not your journey. That's not your walk. Bless them and be happy for them and go on so God can bless you and and have you in a journey of your own. But again, People don't tell you what they're thinking, nor do we know what people are thinking, nor do we know what people are going through. But just be mindful on this journey of life. Be kind to others. Watch out for the manipulation. Watch out for these woke folks who have self-taught wokeness. Study to show yourself approved. Learn the things along the way on your own journey um, and just kind of pay attention. Sometimes you get so busy, you, you need to stop and smell the roses. Stop and just see the creation and the goodness of God in your life and what he's done for you. And just stop just so you can know, like, man, I need a breather. Some days it's just an inhalation and an exhalation out. And I, and I, and I wanted to be as random as this world is on different kind of things and topics today because so much comes in my mind sometimes. So much caused me to think about the different things and then so much caused my heart to ache for the people of this world that um and I and I know that one thing I do know for certain and two for sure that his word will never return unto him void. He gonna have what he says he's gonna have. There will be a falling away, but he will make it right. <laughs> so at the end of the day, every wrong will be righted, you know, so everything that's happened to you whether it's on this side of heaven or the other side, you will have your due just in it. And um, God, real, he will reward those who diligently seek after him. So I'm going to continue to seek after him. I'm going to continue to lead these podcasts. I'm going to continue to try to give us some thought-provoking things. I'm going to continue to try to keep your wheels turning to where you want to change some things. Let people remember you from chapter one in book one. Some of us are in book five, six, or seven, and some people still got us back there where you, girl, I remember when. That's where you knew me, and that's where we fall off. So be blessed. Be kind to someone else. Ask God to change your heart and mind. Ask God to ease your mind and to give you a peace that surpasses all understanding. And if it's not something, and if it's something so overwhelming, even suicidal thoughts, get help. It's not wrong to get help. Seek help. Seek somebody that you can talk to along this way because that is a permanent decision for a temporary thing. And this too will pass.